0: What's
1: up, Oasis people? We are back. It's got another episode of the Oasis podcast, and today we got, a, we got a fiery one for you. I mean, it is definitely not something you would probably expect to find on the podcast. I mean, it kind of surprised me when we picked this topic, but we've had it on the calendar for a little bit, and we're talking about Halloween.
2: Yeah, yeah. Spooky
1: season.
0: Boo. Boo. <laughs> But
1: not literally, no,
0: boo, boo to you, Halloween, boo to you. (laughs) So we have Ben's opinion on Halloween, but
1: (laughs) before we get there, I mean, we got to get we got to get some of the fun stuff out of the way, you know, because people like the fun stuff. We can't just go in the meat. What I want, I want to, I want to talk all about, I want to talk numbers, I want to talk logistics, I want to talk righteousness. (laughs) Tell me about Jesus, but you guys and the listeners, you always need all of this fun stuff. (laughs) No, I'm just playing. I like this one stuff.
0: You just put all the people that are listening on blast. Well, and myself. I was being sarcastic.
1: It's like three-fourths of every fun conversation we have on here is just dripping in sarcasm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which will one true. day be a podcast topic. Yeah, Probably. I'm not looking forward to that one. <laughs> We're <laughs> we gotta not going to be able, get able to say, get say there. anything get there. in that I'm one. That. Favorite Halloween costume ever?
0: Ben. Yeah, I uh, in college. <clears throat> I haven't dressed up since college. Me and my best friend Morgan, uh, who helped me come to know Jesus, mm. we went as mm. Dumb and Dumber at the tuxes. Oh, that's, that's funny.
1: Nice. Yeah. Good guy. <laughs> yeah. Better costume picker.
0: You don't know him. He is a great costume picker.
1: <laughs> Jayna, favorite Halloween costume?
2: So, I'm not sure when we stopped doing, like, dressing up for Halloween. Sometime in elementary school. Mm. So... When they took
1: it out of the schools? Probably. Yeah. Oh,
2: and I grew up in the country, so to trick or treat meant that you had to drive to your neighbor's house and then go up. So it wasn't like I walked around a neighborhood mm. growing up. Didn't really know that was a thing until I was older. But my favorite one was my mom made me a Dorothy costume. And I thought I was hot stuff. As at like five years old, I was like stunting in my red slippers. Oh, I was like, Oh, let's go. This is it. But the best so. part is she I think she dressed my sister up as a tin man. But my youngest sister was not about doing the group thing. So she was like a construction worker. (laughs) So It's just like
1: the Wizard of Oz remix. (laughs) Yeah. For me, I I was in high school and I went to Savers, which is like a Goodwill. And I bought this, it's like $10 green fuzzy suit. (laughs) And I have worn that green fuzzy suit to football games, to homecoming things, to Halloween (laughs) multiple years in a row. And I love it so much because it's not anything. Like it doesn't have any label or design on it. And people always ask me what they think it is. And I always say, well, what do you think it is? And then whatever they say, I just say, yes. <laughs> so I volunteered at this one kid's thing once. And some kid was like, what are you? And I said, what do you think I am? He said, you look like a booger. And I said, that is what I am. I am a booger for Halloween this year. Wow. It's, it's good. It, I love it. My wife does not love the Halloween costume repeat because I wear it all the time. But it's it's the best, one of the best $10 impulse purchases I've ever made. So,
2: those are good. <laughs> now we got to get
1: deep into the Halloween conversation and I want to give you the purpose of this right away because there is a reason we picked this topic besides just we think it'd be fun to talk about. There is a background to to Halloween that I we think a lot of people don't know and uh, Ben's going to explain that here in a bit, but there's also viewpoints that come from the Christian perspective on Halloween and we don't want you to be ignorant on those as well. For, for the longest time, I was ignorant on them. Like, I didn't have any idea that there were multiple viewpoints people thought about Halloween. Uh, I just didn't, didn't know that. So we don't want you to be ignorant in the background or in the different viewpoints. So that's the purpose. We're just going to kind of throw this out there for you and for you to process it and take some of it in and have conversations with different people about it. But also, this isn't like a salvation conversation. This isn't something yeah. that we're necessarily going to die on this hill like we we have some opinions we have some facts that we're going to share with you but you're open to kind of still make your own decision and that's okay and we'll finish the conversation there too but first ben you want to give us just a little background little history on the
0: holiday halloween he says a little so it's gonna try to be a little <laughs> try to go quick so um halloween as we know it for americans comes from this idea of all saints day All Hallows' Eve, which Mm. I don't know if you grow up in church or not, but some mornings when we take communion here at Grace Point, we say the Lord's Prayer. It says, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed, hallowed, holy. It's this idea of celebrating the holy people of the Christian church. It's a Catholic holiday called All Saints' Day, where they literally celebrate the saints of the past, Mm. Um, which that was intentionally done specifically on November 1st. And so the night before became All Hallows' Eve, which then... Instead of saying All Hallows Eve, the night before we celebrate the Hallowed People, it's easier to say Halloween instead of just All Hallows Eve. Mm-hmm. And this idea of, throughout church history, we as Christians have tried to Christianize pagan holidays, mm. and so it's and not even pagan holidays, but pagan rituals, pagan practices. It's as soon as as Christians were going around um, evangelizing, trying to bring the gospel to different areas. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes not great in great ways. Yeah. yeah. Uh, super unbiblical ways and, and ag- aggressive, I'll say. Um, but they would notice these rituals and practices and as they were trying to basically share Jesus with these pagan people uh, in, of different religions, they recognize, okay, there's these different holidays or things that they celebrate. How do we christianize that thing mm-hmm. so that we can bring jesus to them mm-hmm. maybe it's adopting a specific thing like a christmas tree around christmas just to be able to like hey we want to be able to bring the message of jesus to mm-hmm. these people it's just some common ground to, uh, yeah. To yeah. get yeah. the common ground share the message of, yep. of, of jesus it, it makes logical sense makes logical sense yeah which okay right want to reach people do what you can uh the idea of halloween started back 1900 years ago with the celtic people in europe And they were known as pagan druids. And what they would do is during their seasonal change. Mm -hmm. So for us, we got right spring, summer, fall, and winter. Mm -hmm. Um, During crop and harvest season, there was a specific ritual and, man, what is it called? Thing that they would celebrate uh, transitioning from summer to fall when they were getting ready to harvest. And the way that they would celebrate as these Christians noticed these things was not a really great way. And so I'm just going to read this real quick. It says, at the end of the year in Northern Europe, people made preparations to ensure one winter survival, but also that their harvests and their crops would be fruitful. Mm -hmm. They would slaughter animals that wouldn't make it. Life slowed down, and they would recognize that as darkness came and and, and shorter days came, there was a reality of uh, follow ground, death, imagery of death. Uh, You'd see just... I mean, there's more obviously black, because they didn't have a light back then. Um, But the pagan festival that they celebrated was this idea of the final harvest and as the onset of winter came the celtics these people believed that there's a certain dividing line of the living and the dead that was lifted during this season Mm -hmm. which meant for them this is that was what they believed this is how they saw things interpreted whatever it meant how it got passed down we don't know But what it meant is that as that line was lifted during this specific festival, the spirits of the dead would walk among the living, literally haunting people on the earth. And so they not embrace this, but they recognize this. And so they would start wearing different costumes and different things and masks so that the spirits who were wandering around haunting and bringing fear, basically, would recognize them or not recognize them. And they'd be either scared off Mm -hmm. or not. not So they were
1: essentially using costumes as a disguise disguise to try to avoid spirits.
0: That's some of them were. Yeah. Others were participating in it, wanting to actually partner mm. with the spirits and they would do that multiple ways one they would do it by not dressing up it's yeah. one way by by dressing up is what they think they would see um the focus on death and divination or or, or or even witchcraft uh was an opportunity for them to pray to these spirits during this season to say okay we want a good crop mm-hmm. we want mm-hmm. things to go well this next year we want to be protected." And so as Christians came, they saw this, say, okay, how do we redeem this? Mm-hmm. This idea of like, how do we come in, share the message of Jesus as we see these things? And mm-hmm. so they had this this thing that they celebrated. And the, so now we're talking 700 years later in, in the 7th century. Yeah. So this was 1900 years ago, 700 years, 7th century. A pope recognized that, okay, there's an all martyrs day. We're going to celebrate the people who have died. Yeah, that's um, what you were talking past. about earlier. we talking about our past. <laughs> yep. Move to All Saints Day, which is what we get. So they moved literally that day to this season Because in Europe at this time, these Celtic people had started immigrating all over Europe Mm -hmm. and still celebrating this festival of transitioning seasons. And so they said, we're going to adopt this. We're going to, instead of masking up and putting on costumes, we actually want to put on different types of costumes and celebrate the saints of the past. Um, They changed it to wanting to, uh, yeah, try to trick spirits from getting away to them. How am I going to say this? In 1200, this practice was still going on. Uh, They moved it to... This is a Catholic holiday, All Saints mm. Day, which is, we don't know that, mm-hmm. um, but people would go around and from house to house or cottage to cottage, cabin to cabin, whatever it was, mm-hmm. and ask for food if they were poor. And they'll say, we'll pray for someone that you love that you that has been lost, who's in purgatory so that they could get out of purgatory if you give us food, mm. which is where the tradition mm. of trick-or-treating came around, Yeah, house yeah. to house. And then once we got into America, again, these different practices. So they, they tried to do it in a way was, okay, how do we celebrate People who have died yep. as a Christian, but we're still doing this practice of Halloween, mm-hmm. of putting on costumes, of dressing up in ways, going house to house, getting food for poor. In America, when Americans started, they would uh, actually tear up turnips and put candles in those in Europe. Mm-hmm. And so, so that's how they saw or uh, were able to go in the dark, yeah. which we had pumpkins here. So they started using pumpkins, which is where that came from. Jack o' lanterns. Jack o' lanterns. So yeah. they still just start dressing up. And here, once it got moved to America, <clears throat> Halloween became a thing. Once these um, the immigrants started coming mm-hmm. in the 18th century, uh, it was still a thing where it's we want to dress up to be able to not not avoid spirits, but this idea of celebrating All Saints Day was a thing still. Mm-hmm. It's I'll go house to house, we'll pray for people you've lost if you give us food, trick or treating became a thing. Yeah, and how we adopted I I don't know how Americans adopted this idea of still wearing costumes and still doing I have no I really have no idea, hmm. but it became this Congress. thing where we wanted to redeem it. And, and it, it was, I think, maybe redeemed for a, a season or a time, and then I think just the enemy used used it in a way when mm-hmm. it became to America, and even over the past hundred years, which is what I think Americans have done really well is we've commercialized and sexualized everything, mm. which is what if you look, <laughs> That's at, like oh, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like our hey, forte, is what we've done. And so what came from looks like some pagan demonic roots moved to how do we celebrate the saints of the past, which then actually pushed out the pagan reality mm-hmm. of what it was so that yeah. wasn't a motive for them but now it's okay we're gonna go around and i want to ask for food in the 12th century mm-hmm. ask for food If you go give it to me i'll pray for someone who you lost in purgatory and then we get here and it's like okay we'll do the food thing because it's a part of our practice and history mm-hmm. but even if we aren't poor we'll still ask for food but if you don't give us food then we're actually gonna trick you Tricky. yeah and we'll we'll then the toilet paper but whatever they their toilet paper was <laughs> they'd paper the house <laughs> yeah, whatever. And it just They're became more for. of a Here's what we're going to do on this night Mm -hmm. than a specific either celebrating of demonic things and occult things Mm -hmm. or celebrating saints of the past. And just like this is just what we do now. Yeah. And obviously we see it for what it is today. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. I just think the idea (laughs) of a holiday kind of evolving and changing isn't shouldn't be that foreign to us. I mean, Mm -hmm. one example that I'm thinking of right on the spot is Black Friday. Like it used to be this thing that was overnight where you would do this thing, you'd go out and shop and it started at midnight or it started the next morning and look at how it has continued to mm-hmm. change as consumers have expanded these hours to give you more hours to shop. Like we've mm-hmm. seen that in the last three, four five years. Like this is a holiday, which is like kind of a commercial holiday, but it's changed and it's evolved. And we don't see that as much as with like Christmas or Thanksgiving or things like they're changing and evolving, but not as quickly as we saw it with this one. So oh, that's good. Halloween over the series of, 1,900 2000 years, years yeah. 2,000 yeah. years since nearly Jesus' yeah, time yeah. Mm-hmm. has been changing and evolving. So but we, we wanted to give you that history just because and, and I didn't know most yeah, of yeah. that. Yeah, I didn't know much,
2: most yeah. of that either.
1: So like even the the jack lanterns the pumpkins, the, I love carving pumpkins. My wife and I do it every year. Yeah. It's just something fun to do. Yeah. But it was like a way they carried around light or they put them in front of their houses House. to try and scare, scare off those spirits. That those spirits. If,
0: if it was a dividing line for the spirits to come up, the occult to come up, then it's like, all right, if I put a jack in front of my house.
2: Mm-hmm. Which then
0: you're relying on something other than Jesus, which we can get into that. And here's why the <laughs> history is important. And here's why even, there's so much more you can read up on and look into. It's divisive. Mm-hmm. This this holiday is insanely divisive in the church. And then one of the biggest reasons it's divisive is this: it has some sort of pagan root. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, would like you, okay. Would you to just to explain
1: pagan that? just for a second as oh, we keep man. using that word?
0: How dare you. Um, <laughs> what's a good way to say it? Anything that for us as followers of Jesus isn't, uh, what, what is it? I don't even it's know. It's essentially know just idolistic, right?
1: So it's elevating of. something that's not God to God. I oh, mean, it's worshiping so something. So holding,
0: holding religious beliefs other than those of the main world religions. Okay, there you mm-hmm. go. So, yeah. Anything that's not of the main world religion. So for Christians, it's we would think anything that actually isn't uh, Jesus is mm-hmm. necessarily pagan.
1: And then I cut you off <laughs> but I think you were going somewhere.
0: I don't remember. Oh, the yeah, the idea like the reason it's so divisive in the church mm-hmm. is that it does have some pagan roots. Yeah. And so it's recognizing that that's why people have device. So how do we approach this Mm -hmm. in this day and age, knowing what it is today, what it is now, people's motives behind it. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, how do we in the church celebrate or not celebrate Halloween?
1: Let's go there. Mm -hmm. At, as three Christian leaders sitting in this room, speaking to over a couple, like a couple hundred people in different contexts and different, what are we going to say about the practice of Halloween? Are we, are we blanket statementing? Like, you shouldn't do it, you should do it, or, Ben, go ahead, start no, us off. I will not blanket
0: state make that <laughs> statement. I think this is a conviction thing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you can with the right intentionality and purpose, but you don't have to. Mm-hmm.
1: I love trying to get you to dive into the blanket <laughs> I statement. Will. One of these times he's going to go for it and just tell you all you can't do something you love doing. <laughs> Our goal is not to ruin Halloween for you, but to educate you on the purposes and, and the history and some of the viewpoints. So that's what we're going to do right now. We've given you the history. We've given you some of the background, but here's a couple of the viewpoints. And the first one is, you can celebrate Halloween as a Christian. Again, personal what? personal <laughs> conviction. Don't Don't necessarily, you don't have to. Yeah. That's the second part of this conversation, mm-hmm. but you can. And Jana, you want to start us off with maybe one of the reasons why you can celebrate Halloween as a Christian?
2: Yeah. I mean, it's like we've already talked about an opportunity to, to quote, unquote, use that language of redeem the holiday or redeem the practice. And like, I mean, I'm sure that some of you have been a part of different um, Halloween celebrations or things where it is done in a healthy and good way. So if your church puts on, you know, like... A trunk or treat thing like yeah that's fun we've done that before um but like it can be an opportunity just for you to connect with people and have fun and have a good time and if you do it in a healthy and right way you can i think avoid some of the bad that we'll talk about here in a second yeah
1: super good and that that's a great example of just like an organization working to redeem the holiday Mm. but also how easy can it be for someone you personally to step in and try to redeem the holiday so like when you have a halloween party how does it turn into a fellowship where you're just connecting with your community, loving them, like checking in, different things Mm -hmm. like that. Where it's like, okay, you maybe wore a costume or you maybe carved pumpkins while you did it. But it was something that was really relationship building, that was good Mm -hmm. investment of your time into other people and then back into you. Like that can be as simple as redeeming the holiday and like it's something that has these bad roots, but you're now using it for a purpose that that's godly. You're Mm -hmm. connecting with people who you love in a sense, like in the doing Mm -hmm. or or the other piece and Ben can chime here in, in a second, maybe, but Halloween can be fun. Like yeah. we we as Jesus followers aren't anti-fun.
2: Well Ben <laughs> might be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, he's not. That's the label Sarcasm. we get,
1: though. It's like, <laughs> yo, your Bible is the book of rules that is the ultimate fun killer. And it's like, I don't yeah. think that was mm-hmm. Jesus's nature at all. Not not at all. Do I see that as mm-hmm. the heart of God to take away the fun and the joy of His kid and of His people? Mm-hmm but do it in a way that's healthy. Do it in a way that's God-honoring. So Mm -hmm. how can you still have fun, dress up, carve pumpkins, share goodies? I don't know what you do for Halloween, but how can you do it in a way that's righteous and good good in God's eyes, but also in somewhat recognizing that there can be these things? Do you have anything to add on the positive side?
0: Oh, how dare you? (laughs) I think, well, I think even on the, whether it's positive or negative is irrelevant. In, In the idea of, and it's not like, I don't want to call it to celebrate Halloween. It's like, I'm participating in, the, in a cultural yeah, event good. that this mm-hmm. culture in yeah. the world is doing. And in that, the majority and percentage of people don't do it for the original pagan roots. They didn't even know they existed. Mm-hmm. So yeah, We may have just screwed up by telling people why it existed. I don't think <laughs> we did. Um, but the reality is a lot of people do it because it's this cultural idea of it, right? Mm-hmm. And so even as a follower of Jesus, like, I know a lot of people who abstain completely and go sit down in their basements and turn lights off and watch a movie with their kids or whatever. It's like, And for me, it's like- A scary movie? No, I, I, we, we can go there if we want to. No, 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 all don't right. go That's there. That's a different all podcast. All right. um, but in that, what I see is, okay, there's this recognition for them that they don't want to potentially partner with something that does have these pagan roots. But at the same time, how is your light shining on a hill if you're in your basement with a light off? Mm. It's the mm. only time of the year people are coming to your house yeah. you're, that you may ever meet people you don't know. Mm-hmm. And it's not a... I'm going to use Halloween as the one time to build relationship with people so I can share the gospel of Jesus. Yeah. It's use it as an opportunity as you continually throughout the year build relationship mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. do things that are righteous. It's it's in this costume that I'm wearing or in this party that I'm going to, what am I putting out about who mm. I am as a follower of Christ and recognize that. And so, yeah, can you do it? Yeah, have fun with it. Are you kidding me? Like, yeah, yeah, We have fun all the time. Last year? We did a Halloween party. And we're doing it again. We're doing it again. Yeah. And we just like got a bunch of pumpkins and we p- carved them and it was fun. And people had fellowship. It was like, this was good. Mm-hmm. Like, this was God honoring and people meeting mm-hmm. each other and knowing each other and encouraging
1: one another. So, you're, you're telling all the people that if someone comes to their dorm or their apartment or their house and they come to trick or treat, don't just waste the holiday and give them a Kit Kat. They should give them a Dude, crucifix.
0: Go, or- <laughs> go big or go home. Oh give gosh. them the Gideon Bible. I like If you give them a Gideon, no, get a real Bible. <laughs> I you just got free ones at the church. Come grab trick them. Trick or treat. Here's the holy scriptures of God.
2: <laughs> Give them like one of the tiny Listen. little little Twix bars and a whole Bible.
1: Yeah. Just like staple Bible verses to the candy.
0: Yeah, if you want to do that, do you that. Can. Actually, yeah, if you want to do that, you can. But actually, I gave my don't... life
1: to Jesus through a Snickers. No, you didn't. You're, You're
0: lying. lying. <laughs> you just you just lied in church. We're in the church. We are in, in the house of God. I do like a good Snickers. Though. <laughs> If you want to do that and that's your conviction, go for it. Don't ruin your public witness for Jesus, though. Mm. That's good. (laughs) That's good. All right.
1: That is is a lot of what we want to say on can you celebrate Halloween? Now, we want to turn the conversation to you don't have to celebrate Halloween. And I love that Ben said participate in Halloween. I think Mm -hmm. that's way better language than celebrate because as Christians, we're not celebrating this holiday. You celebrate mm, Jesus. You glorify God. You praise God. But you can... You can participate in Halloween, but you don't have to
0: participate in Halloween. And I'll let you start, Ben. With, With which part? Just start where you just want to start. I, well, the idea of the, the <laughs> pagan the pagan reality and the and the roots of it. Mm-hmm. It's okay, am I doing this? Because listen, there are some percentage of people, and I've encountered some, where they do it because of the pagan occultic and witchcraft, uh, which uh, roots of this mm-hmm. holiday. Mm-hmm. It's the only time that they're going to pull out that Ouija board, which I think is demonic, is mm-hmm. on Halloween. Mm-hmm. It's I want to participate and speak to spirits who are not of God. Okay, that is participating mm-hmm. and partnering with something that you shouldn't of the occult. Mm-hmm. And so it's if that's your motive behind it, i would say don't mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like that's something you shouldn't be doing but again i think a lot of people's motives aren't that
1: yeah or jana you want to talk mm-hmm. about what you did that like, your high school experience mm-hmm. i just thought that was really interesting
2: yeah so like <clears throat> excuse me in high school there's a couple different places around my hometown that were quote-unquote haunted not like a fake haunted house but like an actual like mm-hmm. people think they've seen things yeah, or weird yeah, stuff yeah. has happened and so like We would, that's what we would do on Halloween is like we would hang out, have fun, whatever, and then we would go to these haunted places and just Mm -hmm. see if something weird would happen. Um, And like, I'm thankful to God that nothing crazy ever happened and no one experienced some like demonic (laughs) stuff. But I think that like we opened ourselves up to that for sure just by going to those places Mm -hmm. where, you know, deaths have happened or really horrific things have taken place Mm -hmm. in these situations that Satan probably has a stronghold on. So.
1: Yeah, and it's just, the, the big idea in there is that it, it can have some bad roots. Mm-hmm. Like The holiday does have some roots that are not good, and people are more inclined on yeah. that holiday to, to maybe participate in some of that, or there are people straight up, who Ben is telling you, who do participate and celebrate because of that. Yeah. So just to be aware of that, and you don't have to because there is that stuff that exists. Start us with the next one, Ben.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna, I want to go to costumes. Yeah, do it. Can I go to costumes? Go
2: for
1: it. Yep. <clears throat> <laughs> I, I'm per- I'll am i tell Kyle just to be prepared with his clicker to, <laughs> to cut this if we need.
0: No, it's like, okay, so in that, right, there there are clear things in scripture that we are not to approach and do, right? Mm-hmm. So like witchcraft is one of those things. The occult is one of those things. Yeah. So can you and should you dress up as a witch or a demon or a ghost? What do you guys think? No. <laughs> <laughs>
2: question that
0: i
1: think i think you tossed us that softball it's yeah. like no you shouldn't do that thank you ben why <laughs> to, to dress up as something is to essentially impersonate it or to mm. like let it that's who that's what you're gonna act like that you're gonna be that's yeah. that's your costume it's to Taking personify that thing mm. so to dress up as a witch is to inherit some of that quality at least physically yeah. and you don't know like all the rest of it that could come along with it is that what you're... You're just so good.
0: You're learning. <laughs> I've been
1: with you for too many Halloweens.
0: I think that anytime there's an opportunity for something to... Yeah. To drive me towards... Anything unbiblical, I don't want to do, just mm-hmm. in, in general. So, mm-hmm. okay, we got the easy, maybe softball question. Okay, like, first of all, there's a lot of options. Mm-hmm. Anything that is specifically addressed, like the Bible doesn't say anything about Superman. Can you dress up as Superman? I don't care. Like <laughs> I'm not going to tell Brennan he can't. Dress Breaking up news, Ben hates, hates <laughs> Superman. Well, he's not even the best superhero, so whatever. Let's not get into that. But let's get on the other side of it. it within, within the idea of, of costumes, we spend $330 mm-hmm. million dollars a year just on costumes mm-hmm. for Halloween, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is incredible. That's a ton of money. We spend, I mean, I don't know if you saw, we said this or not, we spend $9 billion on the holiday yeah. a year, mm-hmm. which is the mm-hmm. second biggest holiday in the year. So this idea of the consumeristic, commercialistic, and sexualization of all all holidays mm-hmm. in our culture. Mm-hmm. So with costumes, how do we go about being really smart in how we yeah, address it commercially, consumeristically, mm-hmm. and even sexually? Because yeah. like, okay, I get that you like that little nurse outfit, but if you want to be a nurse, does it have to be that way? And <laughs> yeah. then we can get in the whole purity and modesty debate. And I, which I would love to, do, we're gonna do one on, yep, on yep, one yep. of those. See, that's okay. Um Because I think it's more the church. Actually, how do we address males and help males do it than yeah. forcing females not to wear certain things? Let's anyway, go. I'm let's, pumped uh, for uh, that yeah, one. Sorry, <laughs> you got. I'm, I'm, I'm getting heated up. But it's like, what are we doing here? Like, again, in your costume that you're putting on, what are you putting mm-hmm. out? Mm-hmm. How are you? How are you? I don't know. It's Dude, just, but last
1: year I went as like a, a really hot I it, dinosaur. I knew, it, I knew <laughs> you were gonna.
0: I knew you were gonna tell a joke. You're, you're,
1: you're telling me I can't make my dinosaur look nice. Like, so what? I rock a good dinosaur. Come on, Ben.
0: I just wish you'd put clothes
1: on for us. (laughs) I came to the Oasis party wearing half of an outfit and called myself a dinosaur. No, I'm just kidding. None of that happened. And I totally agree with Ben that there are a lot, a lot, a lot of costumes you can choose. Be Mm -hmm. wise. Use some discernment in picking your costume. You don't have to go for something that's evil or has evil roots. You don't Mm -hmm. have to dress as those things. You have the choice. You don't have to go as something um, provocative in dress. Mm-hmm. You can choose something of modesty, and that doesn't take away from your costume, uh, especially not at the Oasis parties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, but, we could have a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that's great. That's that's a good, that's what a else good you point. Brenna. Uh, wh- what about some of the mischievous stuff that happens on the holiday? What do you think about that?
0: Define mischievous.
1: Oh, that's good. You already <laughs> brought it up a little bit, but the trick or treat, yeah. you know, that is a saying that came from a reality. Like there well, there was once a time where you either got a, a treat or you, there was tricks pulled, you know, and we still see that where it's like teepeeing or egging or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. But it's it has some, there's something about Halloween that is more open and available and more celebrated to be mischievous in some kind of way or destructive and as christians we're never called to do that so if you have temptations to do those things or you're around a community that's participating in those things that are more mischievous on the halloween holiday because it's halloween just be aware of it and and remove yourself from that temptation i think that summarizes that idea right yeah yeah okay i didn't think there was anything else <laughs> ben stole my my he, he gave them to me, but then he stole them the consumeristic facts go
0: take them yeah I mean
1: I mean nine billion dollars nine billion dollars for the Halloween holiday imagine what we could do with nine billion dollars mm-hmm. in a global a global scale as people and this
0: isn't just christian yeah, this I is mean, a stat yes, just in culturally oh and this isn't just Halloween yeah I think nine it's, billion dollars is just Halloween but, but I mean like the yeah. idea of the capitalist consumeristic mm-hmm. reality of how we approach life in America in general. Yeah. Like I think, and I told Jane this before, I, I had this thought yesterday. What was so obvious 2000 years ago in this, in, in demonic possession and divination and witchcraft, like you could see it. It was noticeable. It was more prevalent. Mm-hmm. Not that it's not prevalent today. Cause it absolutely is. Is, is possession prevalent today. Yes. It's our demons real today. Yes. Our evil spiritual, excuse me today. Yes. But I think what happened is the devil exchanged a plan from one evil to another hmm. it's where there was prevalence of divination and witchcraft even though again i think it happens today um two thousand years ago or 1500 years ago or a thousand years ago right or in now, different places today different but places not in, different times that's yeah. super good mm-hmm. um in america i think the structure and plan has become how do we commercialize consumerize and make everything sexual in, in, in our culture now mm-hmm. and so he's used that plan i think to, to help us push away from jesus yeah and be distracted from what actually god mm-hmm. desires for us uh and so it's uh, it's just, it's it's dangerous. And so in everything, in every holiday, it's mm-hmm. okay. Am I more, being, more caring about the consumeristic idea of what this thing brings? Yeah. Am I being more of the world than in the world? If I am, okay, how do I need to approach that? How do I approach mm-hmm. doing this intentionally and purposely and biblically?
1: And Ben had said earlier he didn't necessarily know exactly why the holiday had stuck around in America and became the thing it was. It's because someone's making money off yeah. of it. Yeah, that's good. Like, that's why it still exists. Mm-hmm. Just look at uh, the Halloween season in every grocery store. Yeah. Grocery stores are making incredible amounts of money off of selling Halloween candy. Mm-hmm. As I walk through Hy-Vee, almost every aisle has some kind of sticky that tells me where the Halloween candy is. I'm, in, I'm getting eggs, and it says Halloween candy's in aisle two. Right. It's like they're <laughs> directing everybody in their store to go purchase this $20 bag of yeah. Snickers or 20s? almond joys because yeah. mm-hmm. who eats those things? Ugh. Yeah. But
2: that's why Halloween stores can even exist. Yeah. They literally work all year for one day. Yeah. And they still up. can Probably stay in cross. business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like
1: So we're not against people making money. <laughs>
2: yeah. But well.
1: we are against <laughs> the over materialistic <laughs> consumeristic nature of our an entire culture that is so glorified in a holiday like Halloween. There's one last thing I think we want to talk about when it's coming to you don't have to participate in Halloween. And it's the fact that this is a fear-based holiday.
0: I mean, how, where do you even want to take that, Ben? I think... <laughs> I mean, the reality that deception creates fear, I think. Mm-hmm. The devil is known and called as a deceiver. Yeah, um, And when fear is built in into someone, usually it means there's an aspect that we are out of control mm-hmm. it's it's a fear of something evil or bad or, or wrong is going to happen to me it's a sometimes a feeling within um that makes me uneasy mm-hmm. and i think there are levels to this um but the idea of i, I don't know i just the desire to want to scare people for me is is weird mm-hmm. and that's just so my personal conviction is like i don't i don't like being scared like i don't think that's a feeling that and for my life, like I desire, like my son, when he's scared, it's not fun to experience that. Mm. Like when he's scared coming up from his room at three in the morning, cause he thinks something's in his room and he feels something like, okay, we want to dress like he, he is freaking out. And yeah. he, it's like, that's not a healthy feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> especially for a young kid as adults, we can handle it sometimes, but anything that is fear based, that's not on, that's not, I don't know. It's just a, mm-hmm. an emotion and a, and a, I would say a, a human emotion that's different from the fear of the Lord. <laughs> yeah, much, the much, di- much, 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 <clears throat> much that I don't know if God wants to experience fully. Mm-hmm. I don't know. This one's more tough for me, more so just because there are people I know that like being scared, like like watching, like me. <laughs> like, like watching <laughs> scary movies. Scary but it's like at that at that point, it's I don't know. Again, that's personal conviction, right? Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. like scary movies. I just don't. Um, you also can handle yourself. Like, you know how yeah. to how to interpret things and how to handle things and you know what's real and not real. Mm-hmm. So I just, yeah. it's a weird thing. But anything that's based off I want to scare little kids or want to scare people in general just to scare them, like, you put yourself in that situation. Yeah, Gina. that's different. This is when a holiday where other people someone. are desiring to want to yeah. make people freak out. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, I just think
1: there's something about the glorification of fear that seems so off to me. And mm-hmm. I'm the same way as Ben, so I don't watch scary movies <laughs> or do scary, like Haunted Houses... No, like I have no desire to ever walk through. That sounds terrible Those, like, to me. Fake
2: ones. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, like fake ones where it's like you you pay twenty dollars to literally <laughs> poop your pants repeatedly as you walk through this maze. It's like no, thank you. That just uh, does, that sounds. I love that. Yeah, but some people love it, and we just wanted to put that in a yeah. conversation of if that's you, you don't have to participate in the holiday. Mm-hmm. So at the end of this here. What do we wanna to kind of leave people on? Does this conversation matter?
0: I think it matters in the grand scheme of of how do we approach anything that we do intentionally, purposely, and biblically mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um for Halloween specifically, I think it does knowing that there for some reason, it's a holiday where evil becomes more rampant mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um where fear when it comes to i wanna scare and 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 mm-hmm. and make other people feel incredibly uncomfortable. Is more prevalent. Mm -hmm. And so those are things, especially when it comes to evil, that we don't want to pursue. Like, Mm -hmm. we don't want to be a part of that or partner with that. Um, Look carefully how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of time because the days are evil. And for some reason, Halloween just glorifies evil Mm -hmm. or it can. And so it's a reference for that. Yeah, Ephesians 5. Okay. Sorry. So people probably
1: just didn't know that was scripture, but it was Ben snuck it in. I just
0: I just talk really eloquently. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, I just in anything be really intentional. Hmm. Like how do we approach life biblically?
1: So good, love it.
0: Yeah.
1: So we wish you all a very happy Halloween.
0: (laughs) I will find you. Have fun. If you do this wrong, Ben is using fear to manipulate (laughs) you not
2: to participate in
0: fear. I'll say I'll find you so I can love on you. There you go. Yeah. yeah. What I do when I find them? (laughs) I give a hug.
1: So if you've got, if you got further questions on the Halloween idea and topic, or you just have, you want clarification on something we said, because it yeah. can be confusing. It's, I mean, it's I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> just hit us up. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Uh, if you yeah. need our emails, you can find them on the church website, Oasis, and you can just Google Grace Point Wesleyan or something like that. We love you. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, you can subscribe to continue to get the podcast, or you can just check it out every week when we drop it. Thank you. We will yep. see you next week. Peace. Bye.